Hello, Bonsai friends. This is Mike Lane of Kitsune Bonsai, and welcome to episode 20 of Little Things for Bonsai People podcast. This time I'm joined by Sammy Anduini from France. Hey, Sammy. Hey. Today we will be discussing uh, a few of his skills. He uh, specializes in suiseki, uh, bonsai, origami, as well as he's a very accomplished pot maker. Um, before we get into that, though, I do need to mention that our podcast is sponsored by our amazing Patreons. We also call Bonsai Best Buds. And I want to give a special shout out to Tori Solis, uh, Warehouse Rat, Boyd Snellgrove, Ricky Ruins, and Joshua Bentley. Thank you so much, guys, for being a best bud. And for other listeners, anyone can become a best bonsai bud for only $5 on our Patreon page. Just go to patreon.com, little things for bonsai people. Uh, but we we do that for the first tier shout out as well today. Chris Brownwell, uh, thanks for supporting the show. You're awesome. The podcast will also have its own merch. We have a few shirt designs created by friends of ours with Little Things logo to sport. Special shout out to Lee Dominic for creating our newest featured design. It says, I went to a bonsai workshop and all I got was this stump. Uh, so you can grab that at southpawcreative.com or southpawnola on Insta. But listening to our show is more than enough. And if that's all you can do, then like and subscribe. And uh, we appreciate your support very, very much. So now I'm going to get started with our guest, uh, Sammy. He's joining us all the way from France. Um, so, Sammy, uh, how are you doing today? Yeah. I know it's kind of late for you. Uh, I'm good. Good, good. And, awesome. uh, yes. Yeah. So... Uh... So we'll kind of get right into it. Um, one of the things I'm very interested in, one of the reasons I brought you on is I follow you a lot on Facebook. And um, the first thing that I think we I wanted to touch on is uh, where did you study in Japan and how how was that experience? Oh, uh, um, I was in Japan for three months in uh, Daijuan Garden. Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, Toru Suzuki, the, the master of the, the garden. And uh, I, I was with um, another uh, American uh, mm -hmm. guy uh, from, uh, uh, his name is Dean. Dean. I don't know if you know it. Yes, Dean. And uh, it was very cool, but hard, very difficult. Yeah, very I'm difficult. And that's we, uh, is that Shinji Suzuki's garden? No, uh, Toru Suzuki garden. Toru Suzuki Toru, garden. Uh, Toru Suzuki garden is um, speci specialty is black pine. Black pine. Okay, awesome. Yeah, and uh, I think his grandfather uh, produced the first zuisho. Oh, zuisho! So I'm familiar zuisho, with yeah. that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. And. Uh, and uh, it was in uh, 2014, and uh, it was difficult moment, but very very good. Yeah, I uh, good. I've talked with a, a few other apprentices from Japan, and I've heard it's very very hard. Um, yes. So yeah, that's very very cool. And um, 
So what what kind of sparked your interest in bonsai as a whole? Like what made you kind of get up and go to Japan for three months uh, to learn? Uh, because uh, in France, uh, I started working with a Japanese master mm-hmm. uh, during eight years. Okay. Uh, and uh, But only in spring and fall. Okay. Three days in spring, three days in fall. And uh, after I... I the work I have less less work, mm-hmm. and I ask my wife if I can uh, uh, go to Japan for uh, to touch the yeah. the origin of bonsai because uh, in in Europe it's um, it's um, look like we miss something right, and uh, when I was there I, I saw uh, many <laughs> amazing trees. Then when I back at home, I want to fire all my three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I've had similar similar experiences, and I've also uh, imagined I've heard that once you kind of see Japan for the first time and you see their bonsai, it's just a different story, you know. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. So that's very very cool. That inspires I think everybody uh, to maybe pick up and ask their wives if they can go to Japan. I'm certainly going to ask mine. Uh, uh, so when you were there, what was the biggest difference? And like, what was the biggest change? I noticed you're really into Suiseki. Did, were you into Suiseki before you went to Japan? Or did you kind of develop that interest once you were there? Uh, I, um, when I, I was in Japan, I, I just started uh, Suiseki. Okay. It was the... Uh, I, I started by bonsai and after Suzuki, but uh, uh, the uh, can you repeat the question, please? Yeah. So, uh, how did you get into like Suzuki, especially collecting? I think what I really want to know is uh, how did you get into collecting stones and like. Nah. W- yeah, I mean, that just seems like really, really cool. And I notice you always seem to go to a, a spot called the Durance River. Yeah. Is that yeah. correct? Um, yes. Is is that a spot where you find some of your favorite stones? Yes. Uh, when uh, I um, it's my daughter start collect stones, and uh, at at first uh, nice. I'm not I was not interested by stones, but uh, when she likes stones, I go with her. Yeah. To the mountain at first, and uh, after she she stopped. Uh, she stopped uh, interesting by stones, and I start collected stones. But uh, at first, I uh, I thought French stones are not good. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tom Nishiyama is a um, is a friend and my mentor in Japan uh, helped me and uh, teach me to uh, like the stones of my area. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, when uh, it's the same for bonsai, With, uh, when uh, I start bonsai, I start by black pine, and now I prefer Scott pine. Right. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, and I think uh, bonsai or Suzuki. At first, we we don't need uh, to. Uh, I don't know. I say um, it's. I think it's important. It's important to. So- uh, like have our own identity. Yes, yes. Native three, native Suzuki can be really good. Yeah, yeah. 
That's uh, and here in Florida, I'm in Florida uh, of the U.S., and a lot of people think we don't have good stones, and uh, oh, no. and so one of the things I didn't know was that you sand them and you polish the stone, and there's a lot of prep work in like making the stone beautiful. And so after yeah. kind of following your Facebook, I learned a lot about you know prepping the stone and bringing out that inner quality. It's new for me too because uh, it's only a few years ago I I learned that my country, uh, my river, the river of my town and uh, the mountain have beautiful stones. Yeah. And uh, and now I try to learn and then something uh, something else. Collecting Suzuki is is uh, to have the object. It's good, but. Uh, when when you go Tanseki outing to uh, collect stone, it can quickly become a, a bubble of oxygen because uh, right. when uh, you are out, you can hear the water, see some animals, and uh, it's really really great for mine. And uh, I think now I need it not only for stone but to uh, uh, it's like a meditation, right? Yeah, that's when you cool. are outside. Yeah. See, I've I've ever since seeing your Facebook posts, I've been doing. Uh, I've been trying to collect some stones, and I've only found one that I really like so far. But um, but I'm gonna keep looking, and everywhere I travel, you know, now I'm always looking for stones. So uh, that that's become a very fun part of bonsai for me, as I never even thought of that as just kind of finding and prepping stones. So that's very cool. So um, where are some places that people can kind of look for stones uh, oh, that, from your experience? A river. Mm -hmm. The river is uh, we can find great stones in the river, the mountain, the yeah. sea. I think everywhere, but a river is really great. River is and, really great. Uh, and the sea. And the seaside, it's, uh, we can find great stone. And to find the great stone, I think uh, uh, it's important to know what, we, what search, what, uh, what kind of stone, stone uh, we need to find. Right. And uh, for this, I, I think there are many uh, web uh, sites uh, in, um, I, know, I know of Zana, Zana, it's a U.S. website. Yeah. And uh, they have many, many great information by, by Tom Elias. Yeah. Tom Elias. Yeah. It's a very, very a great website. And uh, you have a very and yeah, amazing knowledge. And what? And, what uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, Sammy. Could you just say the website one more time? Yes, Zana. Zana. It's V S A L A N A. I can write it. Wait. That's okay. Zana. Zana. Okay. Cool. I'll ha I'm going to look I, that up myself. Uh, Tom Elias. Tom Elias, that that part I got. Okay, cool. And uh, to, uh, Monsieur Nakajima, Mr. Mm -hmm. Nakajima, it's uh, um, 
famous uh, uh, collector of stones in US. Eh? Mm-hmm. Many great stones uh, known in Japan too. Very cool. Uh, awesome. Um, so that's uh, and then did you teach yourself to carve the diaza? Uh, I uh, I learned to uh, to make diaza with uh, a video with uh, some um, advice from from friends and uh, magazines. Very cool. And uh, yeah, I think diaza is uh, is very very. Uh, at first, it's difficult, but after it's uh, uh, it's a pleasure to make diaza. Yeah, you yeah. find the store and you create the diza and uh, you try uh, again, 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 but for a great reason. And where do you, what, what kind of wood do you usually like to make uh, the diaza out of? Uh, I, I like, uh, I think the best wood is rosewood. Rosewood, yeah, of course. Yeah, but yes. this is, that's uh, very difficult to find. Very hard but, to find. Uh, one one is uh, is very very good. Is very great wood is um, American walnut. 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 Yeah, I love yeah. walnut. It's, and uh, U.S. walnut, I think, is the best because it's uh, a dark one. Yeah. It looks like the the rosewood, yeah. and a maple and maple wood, maple tree. Yeah, nice maple. Uh, that's yeah. A, yeah. Well, now you're making me want to go make a diaza for a few stones. So, um, all right. Well, let's, uh, I want to talk about next is uh, your love of origami. That's another thing that uh, you're a multifaceted guy. And uh, that's one of the things that also interested us to have you on the podcast is um, you're very skilled in origami as well. Now, how long did it take you to learn uh, to make those kind of shapes? Yeah. I started folding origami seven years ago. Uh, at first, uh, it was to decorate my uh, pottery cells, mm-hmm. uh, shell cells. Uh, when I, uh, I sell my pot, I put uh, for decoration some origami. And, uh, and after I saw the potential to use them for display, mm-hmm. for display with Trizeki or bonsai. And uh, I start to fold uh, origami to other designer. Mm-hmm. Then I I ask myself how they can do that, how they can make or create origami, and I start to make my own design. It's it's uh, it's really cool. That's awesome. I, That's... That I I really enjoy to make uh, origami and to. When I, I wanted to create a display for bonsai show, yeah, uh, one year before I tried to to work on the design I want. That uh, this year I uh, I created a two rabbit a rabbit origami. Yeah, for the new year. Oh, nice! Yeah, because it's the yeah. isn't it's the year of the rabbit. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, awesome. for the next year, I will work for a design dragon. Very cool. Very cool. I, I well, the first I one to success. <laughs> the the first one I saw that I I really fell in love with was the snow monkeys. That was oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. That, well, this is not my design. This no. is uh, this is a Japanese artist. 
Yeah. And uh, it's an amazing design. And that's, I followed it for uh, um, a mountain with uh, snow. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. I really, uh, I really liked that whole thing. Uh, that was the first one that got me into it. And then obviously I've been following you since. Um, so that's interesting that uh, you were, a, so you were doing pottery first and then you started doing origami as a way to kind of, you know, sell the pots or, you know, make the pots look nicer. Yeah, that's interesting. So um, I guess the next thing I really want to ask you about is your recent successes at Trophy. Um, uh, yeah. I, I saw your your beautiful pot was awarded uh, at the trophy and uh, the Ruri crane pot. And so uh, was that a difficult pot to make? I mean, I'm so curious how you even get that design so clean on there. You don't have to tell us oh. any trade secrets, but we're. Uh, oh, uh, so, uh, this is um, this funny pot because uh I created this pot, uh, I think, two years ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, I never glassed it because uh, I don't like it. Uh, but it stay on my shelves and say, oh, what can I do with this pot? Two years. Yeah. And uh, when, uh, before the trophy, I say, oh, I will make a test for this pot to make uh, uh, the drawing. I, uh, make, I made a crown. Yeah, grand drawing in the pot. I say I will test and uh, fire. I fire it and I say, oh, oh, it's not so bad, finally. And uh, I send it to the trophy. And I was very, very surprised by the award because uh, um, I'm not sure about the the success of the pot. And yeah. sometimes something, sometimes it's funny. It's uh that's that's the nature of it is you you never know what's going to come out of the kiln you never know kind of yeah. what where that next piece is going to be you know yeah and uh so that's that's very interesting so it's it's crazy how bonsai has seemed to really like given you a lot of different ways to kind of express yourself and be creative uh, not just with the trees but you've seemed to have dove into every part of it that you can. That's very uh, inspiring. So um, people who wanted to kind of start doing origami, where would they start? Like, what's a good design? Obviously, the old crane, I'm sure. Oh. What's like a nice place to start? YouTube. YouTube. YouTube is, I think, the best place to start. Because um, origami, it's like uh, alphabet. Alphabet. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And uh, at first, the most difficult is to learn this alphabet. And the video on YouTube, where people make tutorial, uh, you have the 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 drawing of the the fold. Yeah, and you have the hand of the the people who teach you. I think it's the best way to learn. Start starting learning. Uh, um, easy models, mm-hmm. and after uh, try uh, more complex, and uh, it's good because you can make stop. And if you uh, and if you don't, um, uh, uh, 
if you don't um, sorry it's okay <laughs> no take your time okay it's um it's difficult to uh, uh to understand to understand the fault you can return back and uh, see it again again and right. after uh, yeah but uh origami is not so difficult it's really uh, passions. It's kind. They need time, and, and it's great for for the mind because well, right. uh, when, when now when I hold origami between uh, when at at work when it's time to eat, I stop and make origami, and after back at work. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's, it's something in my mind. Yeah. So it's something you can do just like to pass the time and something to keep yeah, yourself yeah. occupied. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I'm definitely I've been intimidated to try it, you know, but uh, I think after talking to you, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, it's it's really, really easy to stop. And uh, it's um, it's a moment for you. It's your moment. When you start folding, you are alone with your paper. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's sample paper. And after, it will can be an animal or a bird. If, uh, it's uh, really cool. But uh, you have to start with the garment. It's that's, really, really cool. That's cool. And so when you mentioned it's like an alphabet, that means basically, so once you learn the alphabet, you can kind of learn how to write your own words. You can learn how to make your own shapes, you know, basically. Yeah, yeah to create my, um, when I start create my origami, I uh, I read a book mm -hmm. um, um, written by um, the uh, U.S. master of origami, Robert Lang. Robert Lang is okay. uh, one of the master of origami, and uh, the the book the title of the book is the secret of origami. Secret of and origami. this book, uh, the secret of origami, and in this book he exp he explains uh, the um, the philosophy to create uh, origami. That's cool. It's a, it's a really really great book. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out. I just wrote that down so that I can uh, I can go ahead and get that from Amazon. That's very cool. Um, so, do you have any kind of words for our listeners going forward? Anything that you wanted to tell them about yourself um, or about kind of your passion for bonsai? Yes, yes. I I, uh, I think. Uh... For me, bonsai is um, is uh, is art, and suzuki bonsai origami. For me, it's the same thing. Uh, how to express myself in uh, in form of art? Yeah, um, few years ago, in exhibition, a Japanese master passing in front of my display and asked me uh, what I wanted to tell. With my bonsai, I, I remember it was a Scott Pine, and uh, I, I was disappointed because uh, I don't have an answer at this moment because uh, I just uh, put a tree to do like the other people mm -hmm. and put only the tree here with a small accent plant and never think about message or about uh, 
and uh, I was very, very um, surprised by the question. But after after time, I uh, I say uh, yes. All the art give a message to people. It's not important uh, if you uh, if the people don't understand your message. But it's important for you to give it for me for me to give it. And uh, now all my display is like an haiku, yeah, a yeah. poem. Yeah. And uh, sometimes, uh, uh, last time I was in, uh, in fall, I was in the garden with my son and uh, watching the, the maple tree with red color. I went, so it's beautiful. And um, we, we, we heard, uh, the, I don't know if this, the, the good word, goose, goose? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Wild goose? Uh, okay. The wild goose. Uh, we have the house, mm-hmm. my house. Yeah. And I say, oh, this moment was magic for me because I was with my son, with uh, she, the group. And uh, when I'm back at home, I um, keep with me a maple tree with red color and I display it with a stone, hut stone. A stone, yeah. Yes, with the Tanzaku painting with the goose. That's it was the moment, my moment. It's yeah. uh, for me bonsai, Suzuki or, or origami. It's uh, it's like a door I can open to be uh, to relax after my long work uh, or my long day of work. Of uh, if I was uh, sometimes stressed, I can express myself by this that I try always to give a message but maybe people don't understand for the moment but it functions yeah for sure yeah that's awesome well I mean I gotta say on uh, I'm deeply inspired uh, there's a lot that I really want to look into uh, especially with just your your kind of approach and your your philosophies behind bonsai so um you know, I guess I speak for all of our listeners uh, to really express our thank you for joining us. You know, thank you for doing what you do and for being as passionate as you are. And uh, we we hope that you'll come back on the show and we'll be able to yeah. talk with you again yeah. when we have the other two hosts here. Thank you so much. And thank you for you to invite me. And uh, I'm really sorry for my English. My English is not so no, great. And, actually, uh, I think your English was, was awesome. I think it, you did really, really well. Uh, I think the I listeners, so yeah, I think the listeners will, will really, really appreciate it. So um, I'm just going to go ahead and close out our show. Uh, I want to thank our listeners again for kind of tuning in. Uh, and listening to me and Sammy kind of chat for a little bit. And uh, we'll uh, talk with you guys again soon. All right. Take care, Bonsai people. Thank you so much.